Welcome back to the Popcast Cafe podcast. I'm your host, Kavya. I'm super excited to have you all back here for episode 33 of the podcast. So this week, um, I'm going to be talking about a book to move or book to show adaptation and all of my thoughts on it. Um, I'm finally going to get to dive into the book side of things more for once um, in this episode. I'm going to talk about my thoughts on the book, my thoughts on the show, kind of my opinions with book to movie slash book to show adaptations, and then of course my general breakdown breakdown of the plot, um, what I thought about everything, all of my opinions, and all of that good stuff. Before we get into all of that super fun, enticing, wonderful grouping of things, um, first you should totally go ahead and hit the follow button if you haven't already. Turn on the notification bell, you'll be notified every time I post. And then of course, check out the bio. There's tons of links there that are super awesome for you to look through. Um, There's a bunch of social media stuff on there. Twitter is the best place to reach me um, because I respond to all of my DMs. I literally love talking to anybody and everyone that DMs me. Um, I've made a lot of friends on Twitter, so whether it's just to talk about the things going on or if you have specific recommendations literally anything and everything I am up for so please 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 feel free to reach out I literally always get back to dms um as soon as I can so I feel like I've pretty much gotten back to everyone so please do that um you can also see my tv time which is the best way to see what I'm watching in real time my letterbox you can kind of keep up with the types of movies I watch and then my goodreads best way to see what I'm reading in real time okay So now that I've gotten my intro out of the way quicker than I usually do, actually, um, let's get into this week's episode. So this week, I'm going to be talking about The Summer I Turned Pretty, um, which is Prime Video's new original show based off the popular book series by the same title, The Summer I Turned Pretty. It's a trilogy by Jenny Han, who is the same author who wrote and was a part of the To All the Boys I've Loved Before franchise. Um, So pretty much you kind of knew from the get-go that this is going to be something good because I think all of Jenny Han's work all has like some very like huge similarities between them. They're very much all these young adult romance type, you know, things, stories, but they're also just so, so, so relatable, fun. You have these really likable female leads. I'm going to get into all of that, but anyways, so they pretty much had the show come out exactly, well, not exactly a week ago. It's Thursday when I'm recording this and it came out last Friday so it came out on the 17th and I watched the whole thing on that Friday I woke up that morning and watched the whole thing I was so intrigued the second I found out that um you know this was going to be turned into a show I was so ready for it The Summer I Turned Pretty is like such a distant memory to me. I always compare it to the Selection series in the way that it was kind of one of the first um, like romance type series that I read when I was probably in middle school. And that kind of fostered my love for reading again because I had read pretty much all like 
the classics type books, like, you know, Little Women, Romeo and Juliet, all that kind of stuff that my mom was like, yes, we're reading these. So I read all of those when I was young, young. And then when I was a little bit older, I started to get into all the books that are kind of like the classics of our time. And those are things like the Harry Potter books, um, the Hunger Games books, the Divergent series, the Twilight series, things like that. Those things that are like literally staples in our culture. So I read all of those. And once I kind of got all those huge series out of the way, I kind of stopped reading. Um, I read a couple here and there that were massive hits for like all of time, like can pretty much anything John Green was writing, um, The Fault in Our Stars, kind of reading those singular books here and there. But other than that, I had completely fallen out of reading. And I mark things like The Selection, um, even though it's kind of a shit series in a certain to a certain degree looking back. Um, it's kind of what got me back into reading. Because when I got into that, I was like, this is a genre I really like. And then I remember reading The Summer I Turned Pretty. I feel like directly after, because I did read The Summer I Turned Pretty before I read anything to all the boys related. Um, so to me, it's such a distant memory, but I have such fond memories of it. Um, I know it's probably super cheesy if I were to go back and try to read it again. But I just remember being obsessed with it. And loving it. Um, one key difference between that and to all the boys is that um, with Laura Jean, the love triangle kind of alters a little bit from film to film slash book to book versus kind of through all the books, it's the same love triangle in um, The Summer I Turned Pretty. So that's fun. That's super cool. Um, but yeah, so I was a huge fan of the books when I was younger. I was literally obsessed with them. I remember getting through all three books super fast. I do remember reading them in middle school. It was probably sixth or seventh grade. Um, and I remember I got them from the school library. And literally, I kid you not, I breezed through them. I was very much finishing them. Like, I literally would get home. I remember sitting on the couch in my living room and just, oh my gosh, I was reading whenever I could. And it was just, I loved it. It was it's probably not that riveting if I were to go back to it, but I just remember it being incredibly riveting. Um, so yeah, that's awesome and amazing. Um, and they're just really, really, really just such good books and was so fun for me at the time. So I was very excited. And I know, um, you know, I think the show is actually doing so well now. It's so popular. But when the trailer and even just promotional pictures and stuff like that came up, came out there wasn't a lot of noise around it really the only noise around it was kind of like from book talk or book twitter um and it was very mixed kind of talk you know um a lot of people were disappointed with the casting they weren't sure how to feel they weren't sure how it was gonna go but me personally um I was kind of like you know Jenny Han is involved in this I trust her um this is her vision ultimately and she had a huge role in the summer I turned pretty so I was like I definitely think she's going to pick people that are cut out for the job, you know, just like she did with all the boys. Um, and people can kind of laugh at Noah Centineo all they want, but I mean, Noah Centineo in the first movie, like, that Peter Kavinsky was, like, the staple of the whole summer. Like, that was impact. That was real. Um, so I trusted her, you know, ultimately. Um, and then when the show came out last Friday, suddenly... It became so popular. Like, everybody was talking about it. It was all over my TikTok. And it was from not even just the side of TikTok I'm usually on. It was very much like mainstream TikTok was talking about it. So I was like, okay. And that was awesome to see. I'm glad to see that people um, are enjoying it. It's interesting to see the split in terms of the boys, like who people are team. I'm just going to get this out of the way now. I am hands down team Conrad. Um, if you've read the book, 
like you have to be team Conrad. I don't understand why you would want to be team Jeremiah. Um, I think in the show they quote unquote made Jeremiah more quote unquote likable, but I mean he to a certain degree kind of gave me the ick. Um, let me just get into the relationships right now. So, Belly as a character, I absolutely love her. She is my favorite character. Um, you know, I really appreciate how her character is written. It's very similar to Lara Jean in the fact that they're both just such likable female leads. And I think that that's what Jenny Han does best as she writes these female characters that you really relate to. And I feel like a lot of shows try to make the relatable female lead and a lot of times it falls short. But I think like they knew exactly what they were doing with these female leads and just kind of making them super likable. Like we just, ugh, she just does a great job. All of Belly's emotions just make a lot of sense to me. You know, everything she does, I'm like, I understand that. I would do something similar or even if I wouldn't do something similar, you understand the motives behind all of her actions her thought processes make sense, she's fleshed out, and those are all really important things that a lot of writers aren't always able to do, um, so I really appreciated that, and really, really liked it, um, you know, so Belly was definitely my favorite character, I loved her, um, what else, I think, um, yeah, and of course, like I said, I am, um, Team Conrad, in the books, in the show, pretty much stayed the same. I think Chris does a great job of portraying Conrad. And off that tangent, like, Lola also does an amazing job playing Belly. Um, and I think they have good chemistry. Um, I also think Conrad's character is a lot more fleshed out than Jeremiah's character. And I'm all for a good fleshed out character. Um, Conrad is just so much more likable to me. He's very Jess Mariano coded from Gilmore Girls. That's just kind of the vibes I was getting. And it was also the vibes I got when I read the book for the first time. I was like, this character is so Jess coded. And any character that's Jess coded is automatically a check, check, check for me, you know? Jess coded, um, you know, that's like just a top, top, top tier thing for me. Um, but yeah, I really, really, really liked Conrad. I pretty much knew from the, the get-go. I was like, yes, Team Conrad. I went into the show Team Conrad, and then it just kind of confirmed it for me. I just really like how they delve into his character. I feel like he's a lot deeper. I feel like, obviously, he has all of these struggles that he's going through, and Belly just kind of understands that. And not only that, you get to just see, like, some of those deeper issues portrayed. And Jeremiah is definitely more of a golden retriever type character. He doesn't have as much depth to him. Um, you know, he's more of like a happy-go-lucky type. And the reason I don't ship him and Belly, aside from spoiling the literal plot of the third book, because that is the literal reason why I would never be Team Jeremiah, but if you're looking just at the show and what we got from the first season, I um, was not really a fan of it because, first of all, I didn't feel any buzz, any kind of chemistry. Second of all, I really feel like they serve such good platonic best friend sibling type vibes. All of the scenes of them together, I just get the sweetest little awe in my heart in a very platonic kind of way. I think they have such a good sibling vibe going. They're definitely platonic best friends. Um, 
And I think Jeremiah's interest towards her, despite the fact that he was all like, oh my gosh, I've literally loved you forever, just waited for you to notice me. Like, I am so sorry, that is not true. That is definitely not true. He only gained an interest in her because of Conrad. Like, why else would he make the move now and not have made it before? Like, I'm sorry, I will stick to that. That is my opinion, plain and simple. As for things they changed from the book to the show that I liked, let me get into those things. The number one thing I really liked was that Stephen, who's of course um, Belly's brother, got a much bigger role in the show. He's not very prevalent in the books. Um, He's there, and he's a big part of obviously the beach house and all that kind of stuff, and obviously he's part of the family and that whole dynamic, but he's not considered to be as relevant in the books. So I love that they created a bigger role for him and just made him more relevant because I feel like it makes more sense in the plot um, for him to be a little bit more relevant. So I did really, really like and appreciate that. Um, I also really liked the introduction of Shayla. And this goes right off the Stephen thing because obviously Shayla is Stephen's love interest. So I really, really liked her. I think that actress is absolutely stunning. Just one of the most gorgeous faces I've seen on TV of recent. I'm literally obsessed with her. She looks so excellent and so elegant. Literally, I'm obsessed with her. I am obsessed. Um, Literally was looking forward to her scenes just to see her face. Like, oh my fucking god. But anyways, um, I thought their relationship was so cute. And there were points where they were probably actually my favorite ship on the show. Like, I was just enjoying them and their plot so I'm really happy they introduced her character um that was really awesome another thing was a characterization point for Jeremiah um the fact that he was bisexual which was not in the book um and it was in the show and I really really liked the way they did it it was very like it was just a characterization it wasn't necessarily this huge part of the plot and it wasn't like a huge part of his character depended on it, but it was very much just, like, a part of him, and I think that more and more LGBTQ characters need to be, need to start being presented that way instead of their entire character revolving around those things, which I've talked about several times on this podcast, um, because it's, like, representation is so important, um, and representation where it shows kind of struggle as well as, uh, overcoming adversity, um, also, like, you know, just going through tough times, showing how people cope with different things and how they come to terms with things and how things are presented in society. That's important. It's so important to kind of show that side of the experience, but it's also really important to show the side of the experience that makes these people just like be presented as just normal because that's exactly what they are. They're just normal people. And, um, I really appreciate when shows just kind of integrate it into the plot just more subtly. It's just, it's just a characterization, you know, it's just an aspect of who they are and it's not like the, and it's not their entire personality, you know? So I really, really liked that they made Jeremiah bisexual and it was just a part of his character. Um, so I really liked that. I also loved the whole debutante plot because that was not a plot in, um, the, um, the book. I really liked that. I thought it worked really well. I thought it gave the season a purpose as well as an end goal that we were kind of going towards. So I really, really liked that and thought that they did a great job with it. Um, but yeah, that was super awesome. Um, 
yeah, I, I really, really liked all of those things, and, um, I hope, like, that the additions that they continue to make in the next couple seasons will be of similar things, because I think it really, like, offered a bit of difference between the show and the books, um, in just the most positive way, I think, so, yeah, really hoping for that. Um, but back to what I was saying, I think Conrad and Belly just understand each other on a level that is very different from the way Jeremiah and Belly understand each other, so a thousand percent team Conrad. My other opinions, um, Taylor is way less annoying in the show than she was in the book, because she was super, um, not always, like, she was just slightly more annoying in the book, um, I found her to be not as irritable in the show, um, and quite likable, most, for the most part, I thought she was, for the most part, a good friend to Belly, um, they have a cute friendship, other than all that episode four Sweet Sixteen stuff, um, other than that, they have a pretty solid friendship, and she kind of sticks up for her a lot, and very much, like, you know, gives Belly a lot of importance in her life, which is really good, and very important in friendships, and things like that, so that was nice to see, I was like, okay, she's not, like, a total shit friend, which is important, um, but yeah, and then of course with Susanna and Laurel, literally adore their friendship. I've seen so many TikToks and tweets and things like that about people talking about how that's all they want. Like they want a best friend that they can get a place with and just they go to the beach um, every summer with their kids and that's kind of their thing. And like, oh, it's just, it seems so cute. Literally love their friendship. It breaks my heart. Like, oh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert for the books. But it breaks my heart knowing that Susanna is not going to be in the next season. Like, it breaks my heart just knowing that that's something that's coming. Just knowing that that is a plot point, like, that she is not going to be in the next season because she's going to pass away is just heartbreaking. You guys have no idea, but I'm sure they'll make it work. I think, like, ugh, it just was so sad. Um... Another thing I loved about the show was the beach house itself. Like, the beach house, the way it looked in the show, is exactly the way I always pictured it to look when I was reading the book. So, like, seeing that come to life was, like, so surreal. Like, you guys don't understand. Like, if you're a book stan, you'll completely understand just, like, the surrealness and the serotonin you feel and you get from watching a book move to the screen and it's exactly the way you imagined it to be like that is like everything and more like that beach house was exactly the way I pictured it so I loved it and I totally forgot to mention this when I was talking about love interest but Cam Cameron we love Cam Cameron literally love him so sweet loved him in the books love him in the show um obviously not necessarily for Belly but sweetest guy, think he's great, think he's awesome. Um, and another thing I loved about the show, probably one of my favorite aspects of it actually, was the um, the soundtrack. I mean, the soundtrack budget for this show is absolutely insane. I am a huge, huge, huge Taylor Swift fan, as I've mentioned several times on this podcast. She's my all-time favorite artist. So seeing or hearing a bunch of Taylor Swift music was everything and more. I mean, we got to hear Cruel Summer at the very beginning of the first episode. And then in that same episode, we heard Lover. And then a few episodes later, we heard False God. 
And then in the final episode, we hear The Way I Loved You. And then a little bit later in the final episode, we hear This Love. Like, obviously, like, those last two, Taylor's version. It's just, oh my gosh. Like, I'm just, it was so surreal. The times they put these different Taylor Swift songs were so perfect, which I loved. Um, literally obsessed with all of that. Um, they also, of course, played Olivia Rodrigo, which was cool. They played Phoebe. Oh my gosh. The funeral placement. Like, I literally, ah, ah, like, that was the most perfect, like, just everything. It added such a level of emotion to just all of their acting was so good in that scene, by the way. But they were all just crying on the bed because they found out about Susanna and just funeral playing in the background. Um, and, like, I just loved it. I literally loved it. Um, but, yeah, so I think that was a really, really, really good thing I liked. Um I really appreciated kind of those music moments. I thought they did um, a really good job picking the music. I thought most, for the most part, it was very um, well-placed. Like, all the songs kind of made sense. Oh, they also played some Billy. They played... Um, Oh my gosh, there's literally, my nose is literally running, you guys. So sorry. Okay. Um, anyways, they played um, Billy songs, which was awesome. They played Happier Than Ever during that one scene when Taylor and Stephen were hooking up. They played some Dua Lipa. So very much like all that kind of stuff, I think that most of the music moments were very well placed. Um, it was very much hit after hit, and I think it's fun, because I, 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 like I said, I mostly consume 2000s media, um, well, not mostly consume 2000s media, I equally consume everything, but my favorite is 2000s, um, media, which means I've familiarized myself with a lot of the artists playing in those shows, however, they're not necessarily music that I grew up with, um, some of it is, but not all of it, and so it's really fun when you finally get to see, like, something from your era, and you're recognizing all the music playing, you're like, I know this song, I know this song, I know this song, they really did hit after hit, and one of my favorite scenes, which is also one of my favorite Conrad and Belly scenes, um, was during the little volleyball thing, and one of the teams they're playing against, or one of the pairs, um, they are wearing the orange ones if you want to go back and find the scene, and it says Team Swifty on the back, and I absolutely loved that, such a small moment, but I'm just like, oh my god, Jenny Han is literally a Swifty, she literally chose to play music from Lover, three songs from Lover, which is of course a Taylor album, and then picked two songs that she made sure were Taylor's version from like before all this all, before she got all her rights and everything, you know, so I was like, oh my gosh, she's literally a Swifty, it was everything, literally, I loved it, um, it was just one of my favorite components, and the final thing I really just want to talk about with how much I loved this show is I loved the clothing, I loved the little accent jewelry, the, the simplistic makeup, um, and I loved the scenery of the show, obviously it takes place at the beach, and I think it kind of, um, it really, really shows that 
like that kind of stuff is coming back and the fact that the summer i turned pretty is getting so popular like it's so dawson's creek coded you guys like the vibes are so dawson's creek coded they're so like i don't want to say one tree hill coded i don't know why my mind is just going to dawson's creek but it is so like my kind of show coded you know so i love the simplicity of it it's just kind of going back to the roots of what used to make tv just good tv like it was literally just no plot just vibes it was characters just vibing. oh my gosh beverly hills 90210 is totally what i wanted to say it's such Beverly Hills, like such Beverly Hills 90210. Um, that one's a mega, mega throwback for any of you that might have watched that. Um, it aired in the 90s. But yeah, like literally those are the vibes it gives me, like those beach vibes, Beverly Hills all the way. Um, so yeah, I, I just think like it kind of really goes back to what was used to be popular, kind of just no plot, just vibes. Like it's literally just characters vibing. You're kind of just going through simple stuff it's like going through natural progressions of relationships building friendships building life moving um so that's like always what I love and that's what I love about like my 2000s tv so I really appreciated the summer I turned pretty it's kind of bringing all that back like it's such a simplistic show and the fact that it's so popular I hope that more people kind of catch on to it and be like this is something we can do you know and I think to all the boys I loved before is also like such a simple thing um, but since that was a movie, it was a little bit different because chick flicks and rom-coms have kind of changed a little bit differently than teen dramas have. Um, but yeah, I loved it. I hope season two is a little bit longer because um, seven episodes was simply just not enough. Like I was like seven. That's such an odd thing. Like at least bump it up to eight. Like, I don't know. I just felt like seven was an odd number. But yeah, I, I really, really, really liked um, The Summer I Turned Pretty. I was so satisfied with it. I really don't have many complaints. Um, but as for my opinions in general about book-to-media adaptations, it really depends. Sometimes it's a hit and sometimes it's a miss. I think with something like The Summer I Turned Pretty, um, it's more likely to be a hit, especially with having the author involved. Like, Jenny Han was super involved in everything. Um, it was bound to be a hit, especially considering the success of the To All the Boys franchise and how big Lana Condor and Noah Centineo got and everything like that. Um, I think, like, those are pretty much... It kind of made me know that this was going to be good. And I think most, you know, young adult or romance type things, um, those type of adaptations tend to do really well. Um, and most of the popular stuff that we've seen adapted, like Harry Potter, The Hunger Games, Twilight, have all been massively successful. Um, and of course, the book always will have more detail and things like that. But I think um, with The Summer I Turned Pretty, they did a great job. They also added a couple new things to keep people who read the books, um, I guess, very interested. I mean, I would have been interested even if it was literally just line per line, scene per scene, page per page, like exactly like the book. I would have been interested regardless because that's just me. Um, but I loved that they changed a couple things and not changed the ultimate stuff. You know, all the big scenes are still the same um, and all that kind of stuff. And all of the major stuff is the same. The outcome is the same. Um, so everything like that, you know, you're still recognizing most of the scenes, but they kind of just added a couple minor things, you know, and maybe added a couple plot points that weren't there before, but never like removed or anything like that. So that I really appreciated because I was like, this is good. This is really, really freaking good. You know, we were constantly just seeing something 
new and it was good. It just kind of kept everyone on the edge of their seats because it was something for everyone. And that's something that I really, really liked just as a watcher. Um, And I actually, just as I was talking, did think of one complaint I had. It's nothing big. It's super minor. But the infinity necklace that Conrad gets for Belly, um, they should have brought that out later because it's brought out later in the books. Um, That would have been better, in my opinion. Um, They didn't do that, which was sad. It's okay. It's fine. It's like such a minor complaint, but it so should have been brought out later like it was in the books. Um, But yeah, anyways, I'm actually super intrigued to go back and read the books again. Um, I just find it so interesting how the summer turned pretty, like, so much of the audience is actually, like, older, like, people who aren't even in high school anymore, which is so interesting, because it's so targeted for that, and I know the books are literally, like, for tweens and stuff, preteen type, um, so I'm very intrigued to see how I'll feel about it, kind of revisiting them. It's been so long, so I am extremely curious. Um, I feel like it's just gonna be incredibly cheesy, But, I mean, I can probably put up with it. From what I remember, they're very easy to read books. Like, it's nothing too heavy, and you kind of just flip through the pages. The dialogue flows very seamlessly, as well as plot progression. So, I'm definitely going to check it out again and kind of see what the vibe is. Um, And, yeah, I mean, I'm just so excited to see that so many books that I've read are literally all just becoming movies and TV shows now. Um, Which is going to be so fun, because I'm going to be literally reviewing every single one of them on this podcast like imagine like when Daisy Jones and the Six comes out you guys like I will not shut up when the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo movie comes out will not shut up when any of Colleen Hoover's books are finally adapted will not shut up even when the goddamn selection is finally 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 made into a movie or tv show which we've literally been waiting for for so long I will not shut up so there's just so much to look forward to and be ready for in the world of these adaptations so I'm super excited um you know and um I will definitely be updating the podcast regularly with those kinds of things anyways this kind of brings us to the end of this episode thank you all so much for listening I hope you all enjoyed listening to my thoughts on the first season of the summer I turned pretty um I feel like I still have just so many like so much positive emotions towards it so if anybody wants to chat about it please dm me um i will respond i could literally talk about it for on and on and on if you just bring up a topic i'll talk about it but anyways please go ahead and check out that bio and of course hit the follow button turn on the notification bell and that's pretty much it so thank you all again so much for listening and until next time bye Mm -hmm.